Hi, I'm Cece, and welcome to the Barry Dyers Podcast, where we share our most intimate insecurities, bariatric stories, and battle with obesity. So grab a cup of inspiration with me as we figure out life, post up together. We are so excited to announce that ProCare Health is sponsoring the Barry Diaries podcast. ProCare Health wants to tackle some of the stigmas of bariatric surgery. For example, one of the toughest part of being a bariatric patient is making sure we are getting in all those vitamins and checking in with our doctor to see if we actually achieve proper absorption. ProCare Health is specially formulated for bariatric patients and know what our bodies need. Not only do they take out the guesswork and make it easy for us to achieve our vitamin goals, but they also give us vitamins that taste like dessert. Win, win, and they're easily digestible. Did I mention dark chocolate squares and cinnamon rolls? Give them a try. Use code BERRYPOD to save at ProCareNow.com. Who's ready to hear an inspirational weight loss surgery story? Today we have Jenna Lee. I'm so excited. Her tag name on Instagram is digesting underscore my underscore feelings. I got it right. Yep. <laughs> okay. Hi, Jenna. I'm so excited to have you here and chat with you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yes, ma'am. I like to start off every episode with stats because I think everybody wants to hear that. You know, it's important. Um, yeah, it's the best part of the journey is <laughs> going the numbers up. the numbers yeah yeah so I'm down okay so I had my Deuteronomy switch in August of 2019 and I pretty much lost most of my weight in the first year and maybe six months or so and I'm down 250 pounds that's amazing what does yeah. that feel like now you know, to be smaller and it's weird. Um, every day I feel like I experience something where I'm like, oh gosh, that wouldn't have happened before. Or um, like it never gets old finding those non-scale victories mm -hmm. and whether it's clothes or, you know, going skydiving or just the confidence in myself or anything. It's just, Every day, I feel like I can find a way to be thankful for my journey because wow. life is very different now. It's incredible. So how tall are you? Oh, I'm 5'5". Five five. Your starting weight was what? 430. 430. Your surgery weight was what? You know, to be honest, I don't remember because it wasn't. Do you remember your BMI? Some people are BMI people. Like they know their BMI. They know their starting BMI. I know that it was like maybe like. 46 or something somewhere okay. in that ballpark to 46. be honest I don't remember <laughs> yeah I don't remember it's so funny how in the beginning the numbers are overpowering in your life and then mm -hmm. once you have surgery and you start to lose the weight the food freedom comes and then the freedom from the numbers and then it's like hey I thought I wanted to be a size two but I'm okay at a size eight like it, you just get this freedom from this diet culture. Well, something that I really learned in this journey is so when, when I first had surgery, he's like, what is your goal weight? Which I'm not 
at my goal weight. I said, but to be honest, I don't know that I have one. I don't want to base it off numbers. I, I'm not a big fan of the BMI chart. I think it's outdated. Um, I realized though, through this journey that I was like, well, a size 10 in this store and a size 10 in this store are not made equally and I said if I justify my worth on those sizes Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hate myself forever because I have clothes that range from an eight to a 14 today today wow (laughs) yeah it's so weird that's a really big difference and while I'm not where I want to be yet I'm it's it's a whole long journey And I feel like I had a really rough year that kind of has put me on pause as far as where I am in my weight, but I've also maintained where I've been. So I'm okay with that. So what's your weight right now? I had a lowest that I got to, and I just fluctuate a lot. It depends on my working out and the scale had started to become my enemy. So to be honest, like I just stay away because I think things that I went through in my year with my mental health it took a toll and I it's a trigger it is it just keeps no I haven't gotten on a scale in months either I just I I had to put it away I just it was driving me crazy I I I fluctuated entirely too much and I was like I'm counting on that number and I'm like I'm just not I'm not doing it you're done Mm -hmm. yeah but you've lost 250 pounds. Wow. That's so amazing though. So that so, was obviously into my lowest and I've just kind of fluctuated in that ballpark since. So I think like 180 or something was like my lowest. I can't remember. So what was your aha moment that you decided, Hey, I needed, there's a moment. I, this is how I visualize it. Cause this is how it was for me. I'm sick of the shit. I'm sick of fighting food because I never win every day. The food wins and Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. I can't do it anymore. Something's got to change. So I looked in the bear. I've been overweight my entire life. Weight has been my identity Mm -hmm. literally as long as I can remember. I went into Weight Watchers in third grade. So this is a lifelong thing. Who put you in Weight Watchers in third goddamn grade? Who did that? my mom oh my gosh I had I think episode one if you listen to episode one her mother put her in like a Weight Watchers or some kind of program Mm -hmm. and it was debilitating for her mentally after that yeah it's the start of just now and the crazy part of that is like I have been playing soccer since well I mean not anymore but I played soccer from when I was four all to high school and I swam and I played basketball and I did softball for a season because I hated it and I did field hockey so I was very active I just always was like the bigger one of everybody mm-hmm. um but I had looked into bariatric surgery and it wasn't covered or my dad when I was younger was like you're gonna have to pay for everything every appointment well I was too like young I couldn't do it yeah. and then my insurance didn't cover it when I was older and And I was talking to a friend and he was like, I'm thinking about getting it. And I was like, I'm going to look into it again. I don't know. It just triggered me. But we had gone to Jamaica on vacation the December before surgery. And I was just like miserable. Like it was hot. 
and I hated the pictures and my pictures from Jamaica are always like my before pictures they're just they tend to be and I don't know like I just decided I'm gonna look into surgery I found out insurance covered it and I was like I'm going for it I'm just doing it it, this is my opportunity and it's the best thing that I've ever done, even with my complications, I would do it all again, even having, if I knew I would have the complications, my insurance approved it. And then I just had to pay like whatever was left of my deductible. Okay. So you got Mm -hmm. your surgery. How was your Mm -hmm. surgery? So I had surgery on a Wednesday and I was fine. I recovered like fine. I wasn't on pain medicines. They did whatever the was it like egress or something? Like it's the non-narcotic way of pain management. I was doing fine. I was up walking laps. Like the nurses were like, because they terrified, like they were like, you have got to get up and walk like, you know, leading up to surgery. Yeah. So I was, I'm not going to be that person that refuses to get up and walk. I'm going to walk, 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 walk. And my sister thinks that I probably maybe walk too much or there really was just something wrong or whatever. But the next day I ended up really nauseous. And because I live an hour from where my, um, the hospital was, my surgeon was like, we're going to keep you like another day just to be on the safe Mm -hmm. side. And thank God he did because the next day, I was, I was like, mom, I can't, my mom had stayed with me. And I was like, mom, I can't walk anymore. Like she had to hold me up. And by the end of the day, I wasn't coherent. I had every sign of sepsis and I had to have emergency surgery. And then I was in ICU and I was really sick. Like I ended up in the hospital in and out for months. What is sepsis for anybody? Um, Oh God. It's pretty much like your body shuts down like you have an infection and it goes through your whole body so like he had to go in and clean me out he said how did he describe it my insides were frothy and he wanted to redo my surgery but because of how like messed up everything was internally he Mm -hmm. just had to make my stitches or whatever tighter so my like at the Dudronal, he made it tighter than it normally would have been, which he wasn't happy about, but it was the only way. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that I was really crazy. Really yeah, crazy because I don't remember a lot of it. I was just out of it. And my parents would tell me and I'm like, oh, like it wasn't that serious, you know, like and my sister was like Jenna like you literally almost died and I was like yeah but when I was going through it I just was like I'm just getting through this like I'm just fighting for my life and but then it didn't feel as bad but I had to eventually get a pick line and your arm or your mm -hmm. leg your arm yep my Mm -hmm. arm and I had to have TPN so I didn't eat anything for months I was actually gaining weight after surgery I was so full of fluids that they had to give me medicine through my IV I was so sick they put it an IV in your arm and it literally goes to in up your arm all the way to your aorta like your heart in Mm -hmm. case they have an emergency situation where you're dying and they need to get the blood ASAP to your heart so that way it goes 
in your body right away. Well, yeah, it was a whole thing. And then um, the TPN is what I got my nutrition from. That is a, Um, uh, a, like a bag, mm -hmm. uh, literally feeding you from a bag that has your calories, your vitamins, your nutrients, everything feeding Mm -hmm. you through the bag. And that's your food. And cause you can't, yeah. And I had to bring it home and my husband would put it together every night for me. I had and, a son that did that. It's, it's sad. I, it's scary. Yep. And then I would have a nurse come to the house because they had to check my labs because mm-hmm. that was how we knew what I needed. Um, and they adjust the formula for the TPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were super sick. That's scary. Yep. Mm-hmm. God. And I so grains and everything. So you, you were on the table after before surgery, they say, are you ready? And you were probably like, hell yeah, let's do it. Like I get a new life. Like it feels very victorious when you're in that bed and you're like fixing to go through the surgery. You're super excited. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm done fighting this battle. I can never win. I'm tired. Probably you probably did a ton of diets. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then to get out of it and then have this happen, how are you feeling? You know, I found a strength in myself. Mm -hmm. to get through it and I think because so my mom and I'm in North Carolina my I'm originally from New Jersey so my mom came down but my dad did not he felt like if he he said he didn't have a good feeling and he felt like if he came it would allow whatever bad to happen he so he thought he would trick the universe by staying home like that he would throw it off so are y'all Spanish Mexican Cuban Mm -hmm. or no Polish Polish okay because that sounds like something my mom would say she's <laughs> like I have a bad feeling even, Miha, don't do it I got a bad it's not feeling. even something my dad would say he didn't tell me this wow. till way after. so my mom called my dad and was like Jen sick like and he just dropped everything he was cleaning the pool he's like oh, I just threw man. everything in the bag and he came down and he ended up working from my bedside mm-hmm. for the whole time like whether I was in the hospital or home and like he didn't even sit there because I didn't want the tv on like I just didn't want it and he would sit there in dead silence and he would do his conference calls and I would like come in and out and hear like everything every once in a blue moon and I think the fact that I had such a support system is the only reason because they took care of everything so I didn't have to like I just got better and but I found a strength in me that I was like I'm just going to get through this which coming from my depressive lighter side that took a lot of strength because normally I'd have been like I just give up like I didn't fight any depression during it I just was like I'm getting through this so what was your cause for your weight gain obesity did you have a medical issue me no me it was mentally um so like I told you my mom put me in Weight Watchers when I was young and it kind of made me feel like something was wrong with me and then Mm. it was always like I was always fed turkey burgers and it was too much ketchup or whatever like it just always was something so then when I got older and I could drive myself Mm. then I just always had whatever you wanted at that you were Mm -hmm. like so it's me I mean I didn't have yeah yeah I mean I I can't really blame anyone but myself or I didn't I ended up with high blood pressure and sleep apnea but I never got diabetes or like I never 
had a reason. Like my thyroid was always fine. Wow. I'm sure PCOS can help because it tends to help when you're insulin resistant, it makes it difficult to lose weight. But I mean, that's it. So what symptoms did you have with PCOS? So you were diagnosed with PCOS before surgery or after surgery? Before, since I was a teenager, I was diagnosed because I would go six months without a period and then I'd have my period for six months. And, you know, the facial hair and all that fun stuff. Um, so I find the only way that I could control it was with birth control or else I would just go months and months with bleeding and it was heavy and it was terrible. And so after surgery, um, I got my period almost immediately, which they told me would probably happen. And for about six months, it was like irregular and often. And then it just, boom, it was just normal. And so maybe from six months out, I've had a regular period that I can, I was like, I'm going to track it on my watch just to be funny and see how smart you are, Apple. And it is dead on accurate. I can tell you, oh, that's my period headache. Oh, it's, you know, like I can tell you to the T and it's the first time since I was like 15. So it leveled out. It did weird how bariatric surgery. And I tell people, I tell people all the time that people that are like on the fence with bariatric surgery, well, you know, I went through chemo and radiation and it just sort of messes up your whole system. I went through premature (laughs) menopause and then out of menopause. And, and it's like Mm. people, you think that not having a period is like a vacation, but it actually messes you up by not having a period. Yeah. Because I feel like when you finally get it, it comes with a vengeance for sure. And (laughs) so bariatric surgery, I tell people I had it because it reboots your system and Mm -hmm. I needed a reboot because I was severely insulin resistant and I could not lose weight no matter what I did. And it's like a reboot for Mm -hmm. your system. And then the weight just started falling off. So you had your surgery and you were doing good and the weight was just started falling off or did you have to like fight? Some people have to fight Um, for it and some people- No, once my TPN was done and I started to eat food and could start really getting liquids down, it actually, my scale in the beginning said, are you sure this is you? Because it, from whatever- three days of from TPN to to the three days later it it jumped that much um and it just fell off I mean I literally lost all of my weight that I have lost in the first year and a half what'd that feel like it flew by and like to look back now at pictures and see the progression I'm like that was just crazy Because like now I'm finally leveling out that, I mean, because I was so sick, my hair was falling out. That's why I'm really short, but now I just own it and I love my short hair, but I can now look at my hair and be like, oh yeah, it's fuller now. Like it's not, I don't know. It's just, I look at the pictures and I'm like, that just feels like a lifetime ago Mm -hmm. and a whole nother person Yeah, because it's not just even what I look like mentally I'm just a different person Mm -hmm. it's crazy how that 
works out. You know, you never imagined. Did you imagine this life before you had bariatric surgery when you were at your heaviest that you would be in this place? I thought I was going to die heavy. I never thought it was possible. I just, I just never thought that I was going to get the freedom. And like, I'm still, you know, I'm a normal person. I'm still dealing with the mental side of body dysmorphia and, you know, listening to my body when I'm full like I, mm-hmm. I I'm almost three years out and I still have to like mm-hmm. focus on that stuff but I don't know I just I never thought I'd have the freedom from food like I do now and I still have a ways to go it's a journey but I just never thought I'd be here ever yeah I it's amazing to me how much mental space you have before the food consumed you and mm-hmm. taking food out of out of the equation it's like you have so much more free time. It feels like yeah, the days like the are brain, longer. Yeah, the brain fog is gone, and like mm-hmm. I just do so many things. Like, like we go kayaking and bikes, and I rollerblade. Like I have all those things that I do now, and I'm like, I I did it when I was little, but now that's normal. It's yeah, you know. Um, like That's so good the gym being my happy place is a very strange strange concept still to this day yeah that would not be in my sentence the gym is my happy place <laughs> oh, I love I mean? it. that's before that's nowhere in your vocabulary mm-hmm. and now it's like to say that in the same sentence is like a mm-hmm. victory in itself <laughs> yeah so I I was going through a lot with my mental health because I take medicine and it wasn't absorbing And so after a while, I was feeling the effects of what happens when I don't take my medicine, because it essentially was the same thing. I was taking it, but it wasn't doing anything. And yeah, and I had, it took me a long time to figure that out. And then it took a long time to get me back and balanced. It, It took months and months of figuring the right dosage and what I needed and changing the medicine. And during that time, I couldn't go to the gym. I just, I was surviving my mental health and going to the gym as sad as I was to lose that consistency. I was like, I had to just put it aside. Like it just had to go, but now I'm back and I feel so much better. And it made me realize how much I missed the gym. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's cool. It's crazy, but it's just, it's just so cool that the, how that changes for you. Mm-hmm. How does your partner feel or relationships? How has that changed? Um, it's been an interesting journey because the first year, so he, our plan was I was going to have surgery first. And then once I had mine, he was going to start the process mm-hmm. and it kind of scared him with everything that happened to me. So it kind of put that off. But then he had surgery. Let's see, he's a year and a half out. Yeah, so he's about a year behind me. So he had R and Y, and now he's smaller than me. I hate him already. I hate him. <laughs> it's so easy for men. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm like, man, you suck. Um, yeah, they just—it's not fair. My husband's like, oh, I need to go. I mean, he's in the military, so he goes and exercises and it's like, and he's already so big and hard bodied. And it's like, dude, you just, 
I can go exercise. And it's like, where's my hard body? I've been going to the gym for four days. Where's my body? <laughs> right. So he, yeah. So he, we are now on the same journey, which is really oh, helped because a- it's different. Like he yeah, lost good. weight. He did lose weight from when I had surgery till he had surgery, like 60 pounds, because he just had what I was having. Mm -hmm. He just may have had a bigger portion, but he still lost weight because what we were eating was better. Um, And, you know, we've just, it's been an interesting journey. Um, Mentally, you know, I've changed a lot. And unfortunately, I'm one of the ones you could say, (laughs) was a victim of I don't know what you would even call it but you know they always say like after bariatric surgery if you didn't have a stable relationship like the chances of it ending in divorce is high and although we're not divorced we definitely went through it I have had an affair and I've talked about it before I'm very open about it but it's been a struggle because now you get attention and I, you know what, I went the first time I had lost weight, this is the second, third time I've lost this much weight, um, my issues. And so food and the weight was my cover and my mm-hmm. protection. And so when I lost weight, my first time being big, I, I felt that too. And that I walk in a room, you know, after having chemo and radiation mm-hmm. and no hair, you walk in a room, people don't want to look at you because you look like death. I mean, you're, you're dying. You're putting this, mm-hmm. chemical. you look like death. And, and then to say, no, I want to live and then fighting my way back to health and then, and feeling better. And then all of a sudden you get this attention. It's like, oh my God, they're looking at me. You know right. what I mean? It's like, am I pretty? You know, it's, it's this weird, it's just like, oh my God, he thinks I'm cute. You know what I mean? It's this weird. It's, I had that with my first husband. So I totally girl, I know where you're at and it's, it's yeah. And it's it doesn't help. It was my high school sweetheart. So it's like, you know, we had history and whatever, oh. but uh, we're healing. We're trying to just, trying, yeah. you know, recover and, um, but I'm, I'm honest about it. I try not to play like we have this perfect relationship, but it's, I mean, it's It's true. If you don't go in with a very stable relationship, it could be really easy to not, (laughs) you know, it's work. Marriage. I was married 23 years. So it's, it's work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you kind of had a rocky road there. Did he lose a ton of weight? Oh gosh. Yeah. He lost, um, what did he lose? After surgery, he lost over a hundred pounds, like wow. 125, okay. but he had lost 60 before that. So that's so, like your, that's like a, a brand new dude right there. I know. So we, when we combined what we've lost together, we lost heavy me. Wow. So we've literally together lost an entire old me, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so y'all worked it out. And yeah, we're, just, you know, we do, we go to therapy and mm-hmm. just, you know, therapy. I'm a firm believer in therapy regardless. So, but oh, it's, yes. you know, just so. trying to work through it. So when I tell you, I have gone through a lot after surgery. Girl, you've gone through it. It's like a roller coaster of not only the food, the brain hunger, 
the emotions, your partner, the dynamics change in bed. Everything changes. And it's so fast. Yeah. All of this is just like, whoa. And it's all happening so fast. Like the weight's falling, your emotions are changing, your confidence is changing, your everything. everything. It's just, it's a lot to handle. It is a lot. Yeah. So I wasn't kidding when I said that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are not. I feel you. I know. I think everybody feels the same way. It's like a. And I try to be open and honest because I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one who has gone through one or two or three of these things. Like, so if I can at least show someone that got through it, like that I got through it. And you can too. And mm. it might be hard and scary and whatever, but you can. I don't I don't know. I just so, try to be so when you were in that moment of feeling really good, feeling really confident in your body, mm-hmm. feeling sexy. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> well, you know, you feel better in your skin finally. Mm-hmm. Like you feel the weight's falling off, you're feeling good. Your true love came by. What advice can you give somebody who's, because all bariatric patients, like we all get in this moment where it kind of gets to our head. Some people go crazy shopping. We buy a ton of clothes and feel really good. And Oh, I did that too. Yeah, I transferred. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, what advice can you give? Stop, take a minute. Okay. And not let mm-hmm. it get to you that much that you... I to this situation. If I could give anyone advice, it would be start therapy before you have surgery. I think get a baseline rapport started with a therapist mm-hmm. and or you know, if you want to call it a life coach or whatever you want to call yeah. it, if, yeah. if that's your thing. Um, and just have someone that can help keep you balanced and granted I did have one and I still struggled but still (laughs) like if I didn't have her through all of this I don't know where I would be at this point and just just stop slow down Mm -hmm. just maybe think a little more (laughs) yeah no I I get it I've used talk space because I just don't have time and with COVID and everything I'd started using talk space like a couple of years ago and I just really like them. So when I have a question or anything, you know, body positivity, anything. Is that just where you can go? Yeah, it's like an app. It's like an app. So I have my counselor 24-7 on my phone. So I just, it's called Talkspace and I need to get them to sponsor me, God. Anyway, I just ask a question. You can send a video message. She sends you a video message and we just talk through it. And she helps so much. And like, I'd be lost without her. And I feel like if you maybe like if you're not comfortable going to a therapist or something mm-hmm. like maybe just journal, like just track your oh, progress. Absolutely. Yeah. Because absolutely. I think sometimes just writing it down really helps get it out of your head mm-hmm. and can make you think a little clearer. Yeah. One general. big thing I do just for anybody, if you can't go to bed at night and you have all these things racing through your head of all the shit you got to do tomorrow or the stuff that you got to take care of or the bill you got to pay write it down in your book. I have a happy planner. I love happy planners. Oh my God. I'm so addicted, but I write everything down and get it out of your head, get it on paper. 
And it gives you that peace of mind. Look, I have a list. I have an action plan. I will tackle that shit tomorrow. Go yeah. To sleep. Yeah. Right. I think sometimes like a to-do list is just the best because it, I mean, goodness, you could just write it on your phone if you had to, like, just get it out. So you and your husband went through counseling mm-hmm. to kind of work it out. Has he had any of these? I'm feeling good moments. I don't think that's really his personality. Guys, yeah, guys are different. He's very quiet, very, Uh, like me, I'm just like. You're probably an extrovert and he's an introvert. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. We're very different. So he, I mean, I don't know, like, not that I, I think he's not capable, but I just don't think. It would be like that. Well, that's good that you're trying to work it out and you're trying to find your your new place in this world. Your existence has changed. Like your your body has changed. Your mental mm-hmm. focus has changed. The things that you do before, you know, I didn't do anything. And now I we do things, you know, like hiking or, you know, like yeah. you do all these active things. Well, and I feel like before when you planned everything, it's where are we going to eat you know and like my husband this weekend he said because I was away this past weekend he said next weekend after you come home he was like don't make plans on Saturday and I was like okay like surprises right well he finally told me today what it was because he was too excited and I was like I have some ideas of what we could be doing because like I just know how he thinks but I was wrong and I was like okay now like now I'm curious and he's like I'm just gonna tell you I'm like okay so on Saturday we're gonna go to like this place by the beach and it's some of it zip lining but it's also like one of those little adventure parks where you like Ooh. climb things and go up the bridges and all that stuff and I'm like that would have never been something we've been like let's go to Wilmington and see what kind of cool restaurant we can go to or whatever yeah. oh, I and love that. now it's like an adventure all the time oh. I mm-hmm. love that. That's so sweet. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully I'll have some fun pictures face. for that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. No, I like mm-hmm. it. We're doing uh, actually on the cruise. We have a bariatric cruise on the June 22nd through the 26th next year. And one of our things is team building. We're doing zip lining on the cruise. It's oh, that'll be our, cool. It's one of our things in our uh, sessions. We're doing team building exercise with zip lining. That's awesome. I've never done it, but I, I mean, I've been skydiving twice now and I love that. So, okay. Skydiving is like way up here. <laughs> Zip lining is like, I know, but it's, it's still that same rush. I think I went uh zip lining in Guatemala and it was, that was terrifying. When you're zip lining, you get to like, look down at all the trees and the wildlife and the forest or wherever you're at. It's very peaceful. I think. Oh, I, well, I'm excited. I, I think we're going to do like smaller ones because we've never done it before, but the Mm. whole thing is like this big thing where you just climb things and I'm like, I can't wait. Like it'll be so much fun. So much fun. So what's been the hardest part of bariatric surgery for you? This whole, what's, is it the food changes now that you eat different? Is it your body? Is it, um, I mean, at this point I feel like it's the mental stuff like of how you feel about yourself and 
body dysmorphia and you know just making the right decisions or finding that balance and I you know sometimes you don't make the best decision but it's knowing to how to stay on track even after that and not just letting it completely derail you um were you a binge eater before I mean probably to an extent because I'm just saying because when you said derail that's like it resonated in me because if I don't eat something I will get on a like say I don't allow myself to eat something then I will typically go down that road for like two or three weeks and eat it till I'm disgusted with it (laughs) then I can get off that train you know what I mean that's why I feel like I don't know I mean I'm sure I did to an extent if I'm being honest but what would happen is I'd be like all right I'm going to start my diet tomorrow and then I would be Mm. like crazy person that day and then I'd feel so crappy about it that it's just the the guilt until the next morning and then it's like a reboot I can eat what I want again today is a new day right and it just even if you don't want to that's what happens you go to McDonald's right it was it was kind (laughs) of like you just couldn't you couldn't just have one bad item it was like you just went down this hill of everything and I I don't do that anymore I don't let it control me like one time I wanted ice cream but I was so angry about wanting ice cream that I wouldn't allow myself to have it because I was letting that ice cream control me but now if there's a time that I do want ice cream I'm like well is it controlling me or is it just something I'm in the mood for for whatever reason yeah and I'll I'll really evaluate if it's worth it smart though that's smart I just have to check my emotions before I make decisions sometimes that's a good tip though because before I mean I'm gluten-free but I would always go get a large Dr. Pepper easy ice and a piece of sausage because I can't have the the bread and Mm -hmm. I would get a hash brown Sometimes I would get two pieces of sausage and two hash browns and a Dr. Pepper and a small, the coffee shake they have, uh-huh. the little fake frappuccinos. And girl, I would eat it all. I mean, I was, that was, so I bet only, that was difficult because you had so many restrictions. I would before bariatric surgery, if we went anywhere, like the kids were, went anywhere fast food, I couldn't eat the fast food, but I would always get a drink. So Dr. Pepper is my, is my nemesis, right? Because I could always drink Dr. Pepper and I would get French fries or tater tots or wherever, because they fry those separate in a separate bin. So they're not contaminated with the gluten. So I knew I could eat fries. And so I would, uh, that's how I would still get some fast food, but still it's not good for you. And so- um, Coke was my my thing, Coca-Cola. That was my favorite. And it was, was your favorite. Yeah, it was my favorite. And I have not had a, Coke. a Coca-Cola since before surgery. What I refuse. Feel like? What does that feel like? It feels okay. So I, I mean, I'm not gonna There's lie. There's a lot that. of Coke addicts out there. I'm not or Dr. Pepper <laughs> addicts out there. I'm just saying. Yeah, I just will not do it because I know how much I loved it. Now I know that I've had soda in a mixed drink before, like it was like Sprite or something and I hated it. Like it was a mixed drink though. So now I, whenever I ask for a drink, I'm like, I just want something, but no carbonation. Like, so they, whatever they're making me, they don't, Mm. because I just don't want it. But I refuse to have Coca-Cola. 
and I can't go to McDonald's like it actually was a trigger for a while to even mm-hmm. drive by it mm-hmm. so um no I feel the, you I think yeah the day I started my pre-op diet early um because I didn't want to start it in the middle of the week while I was at work because I didn't know how I was going to handle the emotions and how I was going to feel because I thought I'd be really tired so I started it on a Saturday and I didn't have to. And I was like, man, I really want McDonald's. And I said, if I get McDonald's today, I'm not having surgery because it means I have no control. And so I, I haven't had McDonald's since, you know, three weeks before my surgery. And now I can drive past it and not care. And I mean, I've had fast food. I just can't have. Well, and I think that's important because there's a lot of people who have surgery and they allow them there's several schools of thought right on this you know and some people are like well like I in me right now in where I'm at I'm 10 months out mm-hmm. I had surgery in June last year I think no I'm 11 months out holy shit mm-hmm. I'm 11 months out so I I pretty much allow myself to eat whatever I want and I don't think about it I don't have guilt about it but mm-hmm. At the same point, I'm gluten-free, lactose intolerant. So for me, that means I got up this morning and I had my coffee. I put uh, milk, lactose-free milk with some ice. And I put the, um, what's it called? The ProCare vanilla protein powder they came out with. And then I put some coffee in it, right? And then I blended it up. Boom, there's my call. And I put, but when I say I eat whatever I want, I put whipped cream on that shit. Well, right. I and mean, I had no guilt about like the whipped coffee. cream. Even though yeah. it's dairy, I put some whipped cream on that shit because I want a treat. <laughs> I feel so, like coffee is my way that I treat myself. Yeah. To be honest, so, it's my, that would I be my biggest. Pre- I should preface that because I say I eat whatever I want, but I'm not eating bad shit though. Right. That doesn't mean I eat Sonics or McDonald's or I I don't mind like because sometimes you just got to stop somewhere and get something I try to prep as much as I can and whatever not need to but I mean in reality I'm going to stop at some point but I still make my best decision eat smaller portion like you know what I mean like I never finished the whole thing but I just refuse to go to McDonald's and like I, my nephew, we go to CrossFit now together and he'll be like, can we go get something to eat? And I'm like, what do you want? And he's like, McDonald's. I'm like, oh, so then I had to go and order this stuff. And I'm like, ah, but I'm like, but I don't eat it anymore. And it's funny because I see the same people that are working there still from three years ago. And I mean, to not let it stress me out the way that it would have. Yeah. That's strength, girl. That's empowerment right there. So, yeah, I just, I say that all the time, but I don't mean that I eat shit when I say I eat whatever I want. People, because people ask me, what do you mean you eat whatever you want? And I was like, wait a minute. But I'm talking about, I'll eat a whole banana. If I want to eat a banana, I will eat as much as I can. Or I'll eat like the strawberry fair life with a couple bites of banana. And that's like a dessert for me. Or I'll eat the America Dream nut butter. I'll get a spoonful of that. I can't eat a lot of it because it's just so so thick you know yeah um but I don't feel guilty about it I'm like I'm not gonna feel guilt there's no guilt the guilt the food guilt is gone 
for me. Right. Yep. Yeah. Same. I mean, because I think so many people, like, you still have to live life. Like, you're still going to go places with people for special occasions Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, this um, past weekend, we went out to dinner for my dad graduated. He got his master's. And so I went home to watch him walk. And we went out to this really nice dinner and I was, we got like, we got an appetizer and, but we picked the chicken meatballs. To me, that was the safest bet. Mm -hmm. And so me and my mom, they came with six meatballs. My dad had one of each flavor and me and my mom split one of each flavor. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. And then I got a filet and I was like, okay, there's protein. Like, and I, I ate more of the steak than anything else. Now I'm not going to lie. I had a whole lot of alcohol to follow, but (laughs) when I went to dinner, I didn't have to stress like, Oh my God, I'm out to dinner. What am I going to do? I'm like, all right, just keep it simple to the basics. You know what Mm, I mean? Just watch your portions, eat your protein first. I went home with a ton of food left over and it was fine. There was no big deal. I enjoyed myself. I actually like lost a bunch of weight, I believe, because my whole body feels different in my clothes. Like, I don't know what happened, but. So you definitely, if you're doing CrossFit, I'm such a number person. (laughs) So when you're gaining the muscle, it kind of fucks you up because the scale's not moving. The scale's actually That's another reason why I won't do it. Because you gain all this fluid. I mean, I'm sure there's Mm -hmm. a technical term for the fluid that you build for the fluid that you gain because the muscles or whatever. I hate that the weight, the scale goes up and it sort of Mm -hmm. like defeats me. I, I really had to just put the scale away. It was yeah, so bad. Yeah. No, I get but it. That's I came why home I and I was like, my clothes are falling off of me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you ought to measure yourself though. If you measured yourself before. I I, bet I used to do it every single month and I've lost over a hundred inches. That mm-hmm. is awesome, girl. Yeah. So I, I used to crazy. crack it. I just, but I like came home and I was like, my clothes fit different. Weird. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like my oh. shorts felt like were falling off of me today. And I was like, that's weird. what size, what size shorts do you wear? Um, do you know what size? I, uh, most of my stuff is a 10. I would say if I had to like, say what my average clothes size is, uh-huh. is, um, my shorts and pants are normally a 10. Mm-hmm. And if I'm wearing like a t-shirt, it's a small and if it's a dress shirt it's a medium or large it just depends and I think that's more because of skin how old are you again I'm old I'm 50 34 no 34 okay that you're young still yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so I but yeah like it's it's just so weird how things are now like I look at what I do in CrossFit and I'm like man I I love CrossFit though I love the, I hit, the hit program like uh and my husband's like that because he's in the military and so when he we exercise he's sneaky snake though we'll exercise he only exercises like 30 minutes and he's like boom 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 we're in and out in 20 30 25 30 minutes like quick but then I'm like like I didn't feel nothing and I'm feeling so good I'm like that wasn't nothing but it's sneaky because you do feel it afterwards like oh, it feels yeah. like you're not doing anything because you're doing it like really like, you know, CrossFit, you're on a timer, 
do yes. so many and so much time and then you right. really don't feel it in the moment but then you afterwards after. boy. I mean even not doing CrossFit on Saturday I went to the gym with a friend in New Jersey and we did like stuff on our legs and then on Sunday I was like Whoo! hey hey muscles I feel you yeah <laughs> and it didn't feel like that much when yeah, I was doing, doing it. it yeah it's a trick and then it's I was like trick. oh I was like oh snap I feel my my calves <laughs> and CrossFit's tricky that way too because you're just mm-hmm. you're moving 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 and I'm like oh man we're done but then the next morning I'm like oh, oh my god I can't walk I can't walk <laughs> yeah well, I'm so proud of you that's Thank so you. awesome that you found your I don't know I don't want to see the so cliche your true self or you're the person that you were meant to be or the person I'm, that you I'm trying always to get been. so what's been your biggest struggle um honestly because my weight has been an issue my whole life I feel like I never knew who I really was mm-hmm. or if I did I stuffed it down or whatever mm-hmm. and so right now I'm just in this place of really trying to figure out like what do I like what don't I like what what makes mm-hmm. me happy what do I need to get rid of what yeah what's my style like I'm just trying to figure out mm-hmm. who I am and but it took a I can imagine, time to just get to the point yeah I can imagine clothes at 400 you probably didn't have a lot of options and then now you know I always anywhere. look like an old lady right I can go any so if like you know how some people might go on vacation and they're like oh crap I need something well that wasn't an option at all and but now I'm like oh well if whatever happens and I need more I'll just I can go to the store and just get whatever I want because I can go to any store and you know the first time I went to Macy's and I was able to look at stuff I actually had an anxiety attack because the amount of options I had was too overwhelming for me see I get that (laughs) now whenever I went to retreat I just because of COVID I think being able to go in airports just lifted their like it's been a couple of weeks now but they lifted their mask protocol mm-hmm. and it's like there's so many people and it's like I get anxiety it's like oh my god there's so many people around me I can't but you're like, not bumping into people yeah and it's <laughs> like, like you're not there's in the no way. social distancing it's mm-hmm. I get kind of anxiety so you got anxiety from all the options I did. I said to my husband, I'm like, Michael, we need to get out of here. I was like, because I didn't have to go to the plus size section and there were just too many things. And I said, I don't know what to do with all this. This is too much. And like, so I always would have had like and stuff and like different jewelry and, but I never knew what to do with it because I never had the clothes to wear. So now like I'm always in heels or I mean they have to be chunky because I can't walk what's your style now are you like super feminine or super do you just kind of all over the place or you kind of it depends on what I'm doing it depends on what color pink or teal or anything leopard print I love pink and teal (laughs) yeah um but like I I don't know like it depends on what I'm doing because sometimes I can have like a very like rockerish all black you know then I can also have like little hippie tie-dye with vans or it I mean you don't know what you're gonna get from me it's just it depends like on my clothes now like I have a little short t-shirt dress 
it's so nice to before I would wear sweater jackets like those little yeah. um because I would try to cover everything up because I had exactly I have lots of dresses now um mm, like dresses. rompers they're my favorite is rompers um but like I love crop tops I never thought I'd see that day that. did you have a lot of because of the rapid weight loss did you have a lot of skin issues you're so I, young. I would say that I'm impressed with where my skin is. My arms are pretty bad. Sometimes I'll wear like compression sleeves to just try to help. But is that a thing? Uh, Shit. I need to, is that on Amazon? Do I need to do that? Yes. I will send it to you. I did not know you could. And they have them in nude too. Like they only go on like the top part and it just kind of helps hold it. And they have tan, black, whatever. Um, oh my. So gosh. sometimes I'll do that, but I feel like when I, because I'm back to working out, like it's kind of helping with that. But as far as my stomach, like I'm pretty impressed with where I stand. Like I, I still could use surgery all over the place. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> um, for as much weight and how quickly I'm um, pleased. Yeah. Well, you're young. You're, my shit's just not going back together. It's like, no. I mean, I need some yeah. boobs. They, I, I don't know if you see them, but I have implants. So they don't count because of my breast cancer, but they're just perfect they're not gonna change. <laughs> it doesn't I mean, matter I'm, what I do it's just because they're fake so they're gonna yeah. look good I would love surgery at some point but I'm not yeah. at my goal yet I don't know what my goal is I just know that I'm not there yet like I if I lost another 10 pounds and I was happy then that's fine but I just don't feel like I'm where I want to be and I don't really yeah. want to base it off of a number either not I just because go off of how I feel yeah, especially like you've been struggling since your third grade what your norm is supposed to be it's so right I'm so excited yeah. for you I'm just like just doing it I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. I'm just working out I feel like at this point, I'm more concerned about feeling strong. Okay. So even if I stayed wherever I am as far as weight. I bet you look I, fucking good under there. You probably got some good muscles, girl. You got those CrossFit I muscles. I, I, I would hope so. I can start to see like the toning in my mm, arm. It's yeah, just the yeah. under part. You know, what's really funny is I have a tattoo on my armpit and from losing weight, it's now halfway down my arm. What? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I could be mad about it. I could be upset about it. But I was like, at the end of the day, it's kind of funny as shit. <laughs> yeah. So it's the shape of New Jersey and it's a leopard print New Jersey. It has a high heel and a lipstick and then it says Jersey Licious. But yes, and it's like a, a, you know, a red high heel. And of course, if there had to be leopard print, like if you could describe one tattoo, leopard. I got this one. I don't even see it. It says his beauty. But I was in my 40s. It was on my bucket list to get a tattoo. I have in my so life. many. I I've never so gotten. It's the only one I have. It was. It's just on my bucket list to get a tattoo in my life. So they're addicting. I love them. Yeah, they don't hurt. People tell you it hurts. It does not. It, it does not, not hurt. hurt. Oh, I will. Okay, my armpit. I could have killed somebody. Yeah, you know that. But the other me. ones, I could fall asleep to. Like I yeah. have a really high pain tolerance. What is your, since you're a couple years out, what is your go-to proteins or like, what are your things that you, that are staples in your life right now? Okay. So I still take the calcium citrate and I, who makes it, who makes it? Um, 
celebrate. Celebrate, boom, I love celebrating. <laughs> what is the other one? I do the 8X, but I it's not celebrate. It oh maybe it is. It might be them too. I think I use all their stuff. What the 8X. 8X, what is that? It, it's one that we have to use for the Duduano switch. I it's oh. A D E and K, I think. Uh so yeah, I think I use all of their stuff. Well and and then I use a lot of Fairlife protein. Mm, um, it's so good. Doesn't it taste like nothing? It tastes like regular milk or chocolate milk or strawberry. Yeah. Milk. I I tend to I'll take that and I'll put Tezo skinny chai tea in it mm. and put the skinny girl cinnamon pump like a pump of that and then it'll sprinkle a little cinnamon on it and I just mix it all up and so it's is that vanilla fair life mm-hmm. so you put the teso just skinny chai tea chai, skinny chai tea okay yeah yep mm-hmm. the skinny syrup cinnamon okay and it's yep. good. yeah it's at starbucks it's they make a drink at Starbucks that's just like it. It's just obviously not with protein. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like ridiculous carbs and all that stuff. Because I really like coffee. So mm, yeah. it helps me cut out a cup of coffee. And it still gives me that satisfaction. But then I'm like, cool, now I'm getting like protein. And I know that they also make like their, is it, I think it's Fair Life. It's like their elite protein one so it has like 42 grams of protein in it Mm. and I do like that because then it's just even more protein but even if say my goal is 90 to 100 grams of protein in a day if I'm working out I really might need 160 I'm just making up numbers so put like don't quote me on that I'm just yeah but you would definitely more because you are working out a lot Mm -hmm. building muscles so you would definitely I don't right Oh, yeah. Yes. So, and you know, the days that I work out, I might eat more, mm-hmm. um, because I have to fuel my body differently. Like I might yeah. have more carbs and whatever. I just kind of have like a little area of where I like to stay depending on what I'm doing that day. Well, you're doing great. Like you're doing Thank really you. good. Oh, this is you. Is that you? Oh, it is me. You're in your that veins. Was- yeah, you're so pretty. Thank you. I like that. Be honest with yourself about who you are and have the courage to be that person. If someone tries to judge you or shame you for doing things that make you happy, let them go. No one has it all figured out, especially not the people who are acting like they do and judging you because of it. Remember that pretending to be something that you aren't because you're trying to please everyone is not the way to be happy. Living the life you want to live is that simple. I like that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to live your authentic self. Mm-hmm. And I that's like that. why I'm, I, I try to be open and honest with where I am. Do you have any words of wisdom that you want to pass on to somebody else? I would say to not compare your journey, that Mm -hmm. everyone is different. We all go through different things. We all have different bodies Mm -hmm. and they're not all going to be the same. So just do what's best for you. 
and just enjoy the journey because it's really fast, even though it might not feel like it at first. I like that. Enjoy that first year because that is the, that is key, that first year. So after the first year, only because I'm 11 months out, so I'm going to ask you, if I eat bad or I eat too much or is that when the weight regain starts? Because everybody's all this regain. I mean, it could. It could. It, it, it depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. But your like prime losing time is in that first year. But like I said, mine was in the first year and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, so again, everybody's different. I think yeah, it depends sure. on where you start, how much you want to lose. If you're exercising, you know, like I think it, it just depends. And that's why I say just do your own journey because some people aren't ready to work out right away. So their journey might be a little slower or as soon as I could, I went to the gym. As soon as I was healthy, I went to the gym. And that could have been a big part of why I lost mine so fast. Well, I appreciate you wanting to get on here and share your experience. I think thank you for having me. Yeah, and I think everybody who ha- everybody who's gone through this has. I love your profile picture where it's your before and after. Like, <laughs> thank you. I love that. That looks. Get the hell out of here! That's such a huge transformation. The glow in your face, girl, is just. <laughs> It's so crazy how that is. It just like, I know I look so sick and so tired. And then I'm like, well, I I really was sick. I mean, not like really sick, but I was tired and my body was run down. So yeah. That chin line, damn. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I can feel my chin. What the heck? I can feel my chin line. It's like, what? I know. I know when I can feel bones, like, like when I lay down and I can like see my ribs, I'm like, that's so crazy. Every feel. time I can feel a bone, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was there. When I got my collarbones, I was like, oh, girl, you got collarbones. I know. <laughs> it's so, hey, you got to love the, the journey, you know, that these slow victories. It's so amazing. Yep. Well, thank you for being on here. And I'm so excited I got to meet you. I saw you and I was like, I got to get her on there. You're a part of the Berry Diaries family. Oh, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. That's so exciting. So thank you for being on here. And I look forward to keep watching your journey. We have the bariatric cruise that's open to everybody. You can have a plus one. So you could take your husband or sister, your mother or your best friend, because we can't do this by ourselves. Like we just can't, I think it's wonderful that your husband got on board and did it too. And you don't have to worry about the food fight in the kitchen or him bringing food home. People still struggle with that, you know, it's nice that he's on board and I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. It was great talking to you. You too. I will talk to you later. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, Please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcast. And check us out at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash fairy diaries for more exclusive content, deep dives, and info on upcoming events. Don't forget, follow us on social media. See you there.